I would love to thank the sponsor of today's video, V's Hidden Gems. Her Serenity Oil is so good for the skin. For those who are struggling with dry skin to eczema, this oil is so perfect. All of my life, I struggled with trying to find oils and lotions that was truly nourishing to my skin, but her Serenity Oil bottle was so perfect and truly matched my skin. I love the smell. It smells so earthy, and I always love after I get done using it, putting it inside my garden and setting intention over my oil i call it like my little healing oil because it's so healing it's so fully rejuvenating to my skin it only costs 11 dollars. it's so affordable and that's what i love so much about this oil it's so affordable so accessible and i just love everything about these hidden gems in this brand i'm so glad i found this brand and anybody who is struggling with skin problems i would recommend this oil Use my code SACREDSHARP to get 10% off on your oil. Again, use my code SACREDSHARP at checkout for 10% off on your oil. I will have everything in my, my description. Please use my code SACREDSHARP for 10% off. Hello guys, welcome to my podcast. It is so nice to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me in this space. So I just want to thank all of you guys for the kind, loving messages that you've been sending me. They make my heart feel so warm. You guys have been following my IG and my TikTok and just sending me so many messages, so many encouraging words. And I just want to thank all of you guys and I just want to really just extend my heart out to you guys. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in and being here in this journey with me. It's my purpose to teach and to help and to lead women. It's my purpose to speak my truth and be that example. It's my purpose to show that self-love, deep, deep self-love can be achieved and to know that there's women all over the world tuning in into Sacred Sharp Radio makes me so happy. And I would not be here without you guys. So thank you guys so much. This podcast is growing every single day. However, I want to let you guys know, please make sure that you are leaving reviews in my Apple. I prefer my Apple. Spotify is also totally fine, but I would really prefer my Apple. So please, please, please make sure that you guys are leaving your reviews, telling me how you like the podcast. So yeah. So I, I don't want to waste any time because I'm so excited for this podcast and I've been teasing it all week. So I know you guys are like, come on, come on, come on. So I'm going to jump right in, right? Because I'm so excited. This episode is dedicated to the sisterhood wounds. And the reason why I've made this a podcast episode is because growing up, I deeply, deeply, deeply struggled with this. And as a black girl, I have my own experiences in my community. I struggled so horribly with this wound and I did not think there would ever be a day where I healed from this wound and I really I really brought this I really would bring this wound up and you know come into a, a space of healing with it I never thought there'd be a day I never thought that I would receive liberation from this and to know that I'm now in a space where I'm liberated and I'm healed that makes me so happy and I just want to make this a podcast episode because again this wound is not really discussed 
because it's one of the deepest wounds in the feminine and not only that there's so much shame in admitting that you have this wound right like it's so much shame in a woman saying a woman admitting yeah I do feel envious towards that woman I do feel jealous of her or yeah I do feel this need to compete with her because she has something that I do not have right and so many women feel so many women feel so much shame around admitting that but I my I want to create this space where there's literally no shame and that was one of the things that brought me into liberation was telling myself hey there's no shame around this like there's no shame there's no type of um ugliness around this like literally speak your truth and let's bring this into healing you know let's not be ashamed and that is what we are conditioned to do like so many women feel so scared to speak their truth so many women hide in the dark about their wounds because we constantly shame the light right like when we bring those wounds into the light there is shame this is um made fun of and so so many women go into the dark this space of you know emptiness and they hide and they and they hold back those wildest aspects of themselves but in this podcast episode i want to challenge each and every single woman who is watching this to go within and challenge that wild aspect of yourself to challenge that that wound that you have hid in the shadow for so long i want you to come into the light i am challenging every single woman to look within themselves and bring the parts you bring the parts of you that society has rejected bring them to the light it is time that we that we talk about this so what is sisterhood wounds sisterhood wounds is and i have my notes right here because i can ramble and i do not want to ramble so i have my notes right here the sisterhood wound is the pain that we carry from other women we tend to envy we compete we compare we distrust like statements i can't trust women because they're messy or i hang around guys because women are just jealous of me right those are all sisterhood wounds and the sisterhood wounds is one of the deepest wounds within the feminine it is so important for women to connect and be in union with the women around them however in today's society that's just so rare because of the conditioning that we have been put in right and it's this wound that makes you feel less than um com- less than beside another woman right you start to feel jealous of her success and you see something on her that you want and you begin to become jealous of her and it's this wound that makes you um hard that makes it hard to connect with the women around you it's so hard to love the women around you because of this resentment you have towards women and um it's so important that you are honest with yourself about this so you can bring it into healing right so you may struggle with this wound if your mother was abusive like for me me and my mom of course have come into a very deep loving union like now me and my mother we have a healing bond our relationship is so beautiful now but growing up me and my mother had a very very hard time connecting in a very hard time with um loving each other in the fullest and because of that we will fight we will argue and 
it was terrible and because of that because of the wound that I suffered with my mom this mother wound I internalized that and I would throw that resentment excuse me towards the other women right so because I resented my mother because I had that wound for my mother it was so hard for me to connect with other women because it was like if I cannot trust my own mom why should I trust y'all? Like, my mom was literally the first woman in my life. She literally gave birth to me. And she's rejecting me. So why should I accept these other women, right? Because the first woman in my life can't even accept me. And that made it very hard for me to connect with other women. You may struggle with this wound if you if your best friend betrayed you. Like that Maddie and Cassie reference, right? And Euphoria where... Cassie um had sex with Maddie boyfriend and hooked up with her her ex-boyfriend and dated him if you sometimes trauma like that will make it very hard for you to connect with other women because it's like my best friend betrayed me right and you carry that resentment from that awful experience you had with another woman into your other women connections so if you had any betrayal with a best friend um any type of betrayal within a friendship, you know, concerning women, you may carry this sisterhood wound being cheated on with women. So for me, right, I remember being in relationships in high school. I wouldn't even consider them relationships, but they were relationships at the same time. <laughs> but I remember like there was one time when I was talking to this dude and um, back in high school, I had very little self-esteem. I did not like myself at all. And because of that, I did things that was out of my character. But anyways, he would talk to other women. There was one time I saw his sex tape and that was deeply, deeply, deeply traumatizing for me. And because I was cheated on and because I was taunted with other women, that made me jealous and insecure and competitive towards other women. I immediately would get into this fight or flight mode with women because I had so much trauma, right? Like, I would instantly feel intimidated in a relationship if I saw another beautiful woman come in the room because it's like, what if he talks to her? What if he looks at her, right? Because I've been through the same thing. Like, I've been through the same cycle. And... um. It's so real and raw, which is why I love talking about this, because this wound is so real. It's so much beauty to this wound because it's raw. Like, it's it's so raw. Like, right now, I'm being so raw because that's how deep this wound goes. And so many people are afraid to admit this. Um, growing up, and maybe your parents compare you to your sister. So, for me, my me and my sister used to live in the same house, and my mother would sometimes compare me to her. For example, my sister was very cooperative. Y'all, I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but yeah, she was a very, just a kid who was just good. Like she followed all the rules and, you know, me, I was more rebellious. I was more on my own. And because of that, my parents would be like, why can't you just be like your sister? Why can't you just, you know, be good like her? And there'll be times when, um, that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day. And I really don't want to get into everything, but there'll be times when my sister was just like, she had good grades and they'd be like, oh, like, you know, like I wish Allison could get these grades, you know what I'm saying? And 
because of that, I had this secret competition with my sister. I would envy her because it was like, I just want my parents to accept me how they accept you. Like, you're so smart, you're intelligent, you get good grades, you're this, you're that, and I don't get good grades, and I'm not the most cooperative kid, and, you know, like, I I wish I could be you, I wish I was accepted, like, how, I wish I was accepted, like, how you were accepted, and so I would envy my sister, and I would compete with my sister, and also the last one, there's so many ones, but these are a few I can name, um, if you were bullied or rejected by the women around you, so for me, I, back in high school, and even middle school, elementary school um I was really bullied by the women around me and especially for my hair and my clothes the way I looked I look I looked very different having eczema dressing very out of the box and my hair being very short and 4c so the women around me would like snicker or just you know make fun of me because I didn't look like them and I had grew this resentment towards women I had uh, formed this jealousy for for women and that trauma was stored up in my womb I had stored that trauma in my wound and the reason why it constantly got triggered and triggered and triggered because that pain just wants to be released that pain is asking for releasing so it's going to continuously get triggered for you because it is asking for liberation it's saying I'm going to continuously um, I want to say put you through these situations, but I'm going to continue bringing this to your knowledge, bringing this to your face because I just want to be liberated. It's not natural for a woman to hate another woman. I'm going to mention, I don't care if you get mad at me, I don't care. That is not natural to want to compete, want to compare, want to, um, belittle other women that is not natural for us women to do to other women, right? Which is why the pain constantly gets triggered because even your wound face is like, this isn't normal. Like, like this isn't supposed to be here. I don't want that, right? And when I began to work in that area, I realized I this is not supposed to be here. I don't want to hate women. Like my true heart desires after I did all that healing and purging, I realized like my truest heart desire is to be in a deeply loving union with women. I want to love women. I want to be friends with women. I want to be one of my biggest manifestations and biggest goals in life is to one day. Uh, it's like a, like how Hitomi, Hitomi has it. Um, like her sisterhoods, I want that kind of sisterhood so bad. We talk about our cycles, we are eating together, making meals. I want to have the kind of sisters that um, are spiritually in tune with themselves. They are so connected to their sexualities. We have good conversations. Like I want a sisterhood so deeply in union. And after I did all that healing and removed that wound, I realized our natural it is it, it is only natural for us to love women it is not natural for us to hate and resent women that's not natural for us and um I'm gonna answer this question because some of my TikTok had asked like how did you come into a deeply loving union with your mother and I was like I'm gonna make a podcast for another day but I'm gonna go ahead and answer it but I'll go and, and deal with a podcast episode made for it when I when I'm 
when I really came into my feminine journey, my womanhood journey, right, it kind of just happened. I don't know how it did, but one day we just did not argue. Like, and I and I really do think it's because after I did all that purging and healing my sisterhood wound, there was nothing left in me to hate and to argue and to resent women. So with my mother, right, it was natural for us to argue and argue and argue every single day. Like almost every single day we was arguing. <laughs> But after I healed my sisterhood wound, I, I, look, I looked at my mom with like these loving eyes, with, with eyes of love and eyes of care. And I was just like, I don't even feel an urge to argue or to hate or to resent her. Like, I just want to love my mom. And what happened was when she was like, asked me to do something right I responded to her with more love I responded to her with more softness and she saw how like I wasn't really trying to like you know be argumentative with her and because of the safe space I was slowly creating with her she ended up responding to my safe space and she felt safe within me right now, I will say this. This will not work with every single mother-daughter relationship. Sometimes healing your mother wounds is cutting off your mother, right? Um, so this is not going to be for everyone because sometimes the best way to heal your mother wounds is to separate yourself from your mother. However, for some people, it is very possible to come into a deeply loving union with your mother in this lifetime. And I'm very blessed and fortunate to say I have that now. But yeah, it kind of just happened. Like, after I really just sat down myself, I just did not really want to argue with any other woman in my life. Like, my, especially my mother. Like, I forgave her. I forgive my mother for everything, you know? And in return, I treat her with so much softness nowadays. Like, I'd send her text messages sometimes, you know, talking to her about how much I love her. And I'm so soft with my mother now. I don't feel this this wall between us anymore. I don't feel this need to shield myself with her. Like, I don't feel this need to shield. I completely adore my mom because I healed that wound of sisterhood. So now I just have nothing but room for love for women, you know? And, um... That's how I healed mine. So let's talk about where this wound actually came from. And it came from the witch trials. So if you don't know what the witch trials were, they were in the 1500s. Women would be would be burned alive. There would be women and men there attending. And these women would um be falsely accused of being witches because they were naturally attuned naturally tuned to the earth and they'll make these medicines with earth earthly you know plants and they would you know just be so tuned into the spirit world and the earth and they would be in these loving unions with women yes actually women back in those times were very um united with the women around them back in ancient times they would create these huts and where they would go in on their periods to be nurtured and loved by the women around them. So in ancient times, we see how these women were actually in deeply in deep unions with each other. But due to the witch trials, women felt like I if I if I get close to this woman, if I um befriend this woman I will get falsely accused of being a witch and in return I'll get killed right so what happened was our power became deemed as evil and our our spiritual side became deemed as as too 
as very evil and also too men was frightened by that power so they did anything in their power to make women feel lesser than them and this is what birthed the witch trials where women were falsely accused and women and men would watch literally this woman being burned alive and so it created this this alien this alienation of women i'm not sure that's even a word but it's a word today <laughs> but yes like women would, would become very alienated from each other because that trauma of the witch trials was constantly reminded when they looked at each other like oh like no no like get away from me no we're not gonna go through that right and so women began to become very competitive because they felt like okay if i go against this woman if I am not close to this woman, I won't get burned. I won't get killed. I won't get you no know, tortured. So if I kind of act like how the men act, if I act like how he act, then I'll get accepted. I won't, my life won't be in danger because I'm on their side, right? Like if I just act against this woman, then hey, my life is, my life is at peace. So I'm going to act like I'm on, not act like, but I'm going to be on their side so I don't have to go through whatever, right? So this is what caused women to form these deep sisterhood wounds was patriarchal conditioning. And it's so sad because that is so far from our authentic selves. Our authentic selves do not want to hate women. If you actually go within yourself, within that sisterhood wound, the reason why you're watching is actually... The reason why you are tuning into this podcast because you don't want the sisterhood wound, right? You want to heal it, which is why you're here. And which is proof that that is not natural for us to have a sisterhood wound. Your soul does not want to carry that pain. And this pain is carried down from generation to generation. There's so much pain with our mothers, our grandmothers, and it's is begging to be released and you have to be the one to release it. And I've learned like now look back, right? I had looked at a generation of my of women of my women and on my mother's side especially is so horrible because there's majority women and they talk about each other so bad. They constantly compete with each other. They bad mouth each other. So I've learned like in my ancestry, we struggle with the sisterhood wound. And I just feel so happy to have healed this because like, wow, I literally healed my bloodline. But yeah, like if you look back, there there's probably evidence of it in your ancestry right like you look back at how your mother treated your how your mother treated your aunt or how your cousins act you will see like this isn't this is not just with me it's with my cousins it's with my grandmother it's with my aunt almost every single woman in my family is dealing with this and it's gonna stop with me I'm not going to carry this pain. I'm going to release this pain, right? Because I don't want to hate women. That's not cute for me. And I love to touch on this, like even like the rap culture amongst women, how um, women constantly compete or compare. Um, even like the Nikki Cardi B situation, right? Both are great rappers. Both are great women. But there's this this need to compete. And they don't like each other anymore. And I find it so sad because it's like this prime example of the sisterhood wound. We can't be happy for each other. We can't. We, we, just, we, just, we have this, this fear of seeing another woman succeed. And it's so sad why can't both women be great in their own lane is this need to com 
compare them and it's part of the patriarchal conditioning you have to be better than that other woman because let's be honest men don't do it in a rap game men do not compare each other it's patriarchal conditioning to have those women constantly looking at another woman like what do you have that i don't have right in the rap game amongst women, I don't even like when I hear like lyrics in the women women rap, like I'll take your man or I'm better than her. Like I don't like stuff like that because it's like it it reinforces this sisterhood wound that women like me are trying so hard to um release and get rid of, and it's like if we continue to support music like that, it will never go away because we're seeing it as normal nowadays to have this wound. It's like a rite of passage. Like it's so normal for women to to be jealous of another woman. It's so normal for us to badmouth each other. It's so normal for us women to gossip. It's like, it's not normal. And in the music, it, it enforces that it's normal and it's so not normal. And um, also reinforces this belief in something into the sisterhood when I won't talk about is how women feel like I have to compete with this girl to get that man, right? Like this man's the prize and me and you have to compete to get him like the boy is mine by Brandy and Monica. Almost like that kind of situation where we're going to compete against each other. I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. And the man's the prize, right? He wants me. No, he wants me. And it's like, this all goes so deep. It's so raw. It's like, when are we going to realize that we're all tied to a system that want to see us, see us fail? Like, that's it. We're tied to a very, a very sick system that won't see us fail, that does not want best for us. And all this plays into the sisterhood wound, how we want to compete. We want to we, we want to just see each other do bad. And even the words that we use against, against each other, right, like bitch or cunt or, or slut or tramp or whore, all of these words, these every quotation marks, everyday terms we use against each other, each other it's, it's all reinforcing that sisterhood wound. And... A lot of you probably listen to this podcast like, wow, I do this almost every single day. And that's where I had to like really, really tell myself, like, I do this every single day. And I had to realize and it's not normal. It's not right. You need to release it. So let's get into the actual part of releasing. Like, how, do we, how do we release this wound? How do we heal from this wound? And the way you heal from this wound is first being deeply honest with yourself about having it. You have to come into this very, very, very deep, brutal honesty. And you have to accept that you have it. I have a sisterhood wound. I feel jealous of, of other women. I feel so insecure around other women. It's not an overnight fix. It's not. It takes time. There's even times when I'm on social media and I see a woman, right? I'm a petite girl. And... um. I see a woman who is thick and I'm like, I my mind literally has to like slip into comparison. I have to literally catch it. I have to catch it. And I just feel like this, this little irking phrase. Oh, if only I had that man, she's so much better than me. And I have to literally catch myself. Cause I'm like, no, 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 we're done. No. So even like you have to really be deeply honest and accept that you have, I have a sisterhood wound. 
And then you have to come into another honesty of, I want to heal it. And being so deeply honest with yourself, it literally brings you into liberation because your wound space just wants truth. Your wound space only makes room for truth, which is why your it, it constantly brings up these triggers because it's like, I just want to be released. And so more, you know, times I, tro- I struggle with sisterhood wound. I remember there'd be times when like my ex-boyfriend, right, the one I just broke up with, well, he broke up with me. <laughs> but yeah, but like, what, how many months was it? Yeah, it was seven month relationship. We had ended up breaking it off. And um, there'd be times when I knew he was looking at other women and that really triggered my sisterhood wound because it was like, I feel inferior to these women. These women are thick. These women have lace lace fronts and I don't. Like I have short 4C hair, I'm petite. And I remember just thinking to myself, like if only I look, I look like the girls that he fantasized over, if only I look like Doja Cat, maybe he'll love me more. And then what happened was I began comparing myself to Doja Cat and excuse me, I began to envy her. And I realized after the relationship had ended, I realized how deep in sisterhood, how deep I was in that sisterhood wound. And I finally decided I no longer wanted to have it. I no longer wanted to compete. I no longer wanted to um, be jealous and hateful towards other women. And with the political climate of women, it's like, why do I even want to, why do I even want to be a part of that? And I want to mention this. So there's women I ran right now who are fighting literally for their lives. They had a protest for basic human rights, for sovereignty. And these women were locked up. These women are being detained and they're facing harsh penalties. Now, the story that's going around is all 14,000 of them are going to get death sentences, but that is not true. There's only one on record. For what I know, there's only one on record that really had got the death penalty. But yeah, these women are being captured and these women are in great danger. There's some missing. And I want to speak on this because I hate to see women go through that. And I'm, I feel so connect, I feel so connected to the women around me. So when I see other women go through such pain and trauma, it literally pains me to see. So it's important for me to use my platform to talk about things like this because it pains me. And these women are being detained. These women are going through horrific acts. They're being tortured. And it's so greatly sad. Um, In late June, abortion rights were taken away from women. The rights to their wound space, the right to decide if they want to carry a child or not was taken away from them. When those rights are taken away from women the suicide rate for women goes up because they're forced to have children they do not want and then there's literally child marriages going on in parts of africa and where these children are being forced into marriage these children have no option and they're getting married and it's like we are literally up against a system that already does not like us politically that already does not want to see us succeed that hates our guts we are constantly under attack each and every single day why do you want to be a part of that system girl why do you want to be a part of that sick weak system and 
it's so sad because so many women struggle with internalized misogyny and where they feel like if I play a part in this system, then I don't have to um, face the penalties that that girl face or that girl face or that girl face. Right. Um, I realizing that I also struggle with internalized misogyny woke me up so much. Internalized misogyny is so it runs so deep and it's like we need to release ourselves from that. We have to just because just because you think that you're playing into a system and you're going to get accepted by playing into this sick patriarchal system, you will forever be rejected by this system. I'm going to let you know. You will forever be rejected by this system. This system will never like you, no matter how hard you try to blend in, no matter how hard. And um, I remember there being a time when I would say things like, no, my standards in a relationship, I don't want my, my, my husband watching porn. And women who struggle with internalized misogyny would say things like, your standards are too high. I wouldn't care if you watch porn. I mean, he can. I mean, a guy needs, he has his needs. And it's like, oh <laughs> like girl we have to release you we have to save you because it's so like no they got you <laughs> like no it's like oh my god no like if only you knew how deeply empowering and healthy it is to step into your truth to release yourself from the shackles of the patriarchal system once you realize that you're that we're up against a system that will never like us never accept us I swear to God, your whole view on life will change. And that was that's something I had to do. Like, realize, okay, this system do not like me. It is not like her. It is not like her. We are all, like, this system hates all of us. None of us are going to be accepted, right? And that's something that really healed my sisterhood wounds. It was like, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of the suffering that my sisters already have to go through on a day-to-day basis. I don't want to be a part of that, that, that suffering. And that's why when I came into sisterhood, my heart literally cried because it was like decades of self-hate. Well, not decades. <laughs> I'm only 19. <laughs> a decade of self-hate, a decade of just being tied up in this trauma. And now here we are free from that, from deep shadow work. Um, exploring my heart desires, getting out of a triggering relationship. That is so, so important if you want to heal your sisterhood wounds. Look at the relationships that you're in. Does your friend trigger them? Does your boyfriend trigger them? These are things that you have to look at. Like, you, what is triggering it, right? And sometimes it's a relationship. And that's something I had to realize within myself. Like, that relationship was deeply triggering. And it is so, I'm so happy that that relationship ended because it's like, that was triggering, and I couldn't see that until I got out the relationship. Um, going celibate also helped me to release those sisterhood wounds because I'm in this space of full commitment. And you know, my question, my main question, I'm in this space of self love, but how can I come deeper? And something something told me release your resentment towards other women, connect, and be in union with the women around you. Now, listen, listen, let me add. All women do not deserve your sacred union. All women do not have a pure heart like you. And I want to mention that because I want folks to take my podcast and be like, oh, you know how this girl is and you still trying to come in sacred union with her. No, it does not work for everybody. <laughs> okay? It does not work for everybody. Um, but our our main goal should be not having this pent up 
resentment towards the women around us, right? That we have to release, that we have to get rid of. So through intense shadow work that I'm in right now, because I do feel, feel like I'm in a shadow work phase, um, in my celibate journey, like just really going within and pulling up all the trauma and restoring truth in, I've realized like deep down, I don't want to have a sisterhood wound. I want to love women. And I think the representation I had, like women like he told me, and um, women like Victoria Duvall, and um, just seeing the women around me, like that healthy representation, it made me realize like, wow, it is so possible to come into a loving union with women. So that is when I began to feel so deeply grounded and safe within myself as a woman. And this is very important. Listen to this. You have to be able to feel so deeply secure and deeply loved and deeply um, just just comforted within yourself to be able to love the women around you. And the reason why I say this is because I'm going to say this. When you love yourself as a woman, you will naturally love the women around you. I don't care what anybody say. I don't care who debates me. This is true. When you love yourself as a woman, you will naturally love the women around you. When you hate the women around you, it is because you hate yourself as a woman. Women mirror the things that you see. Women mirror the things that you desire or reject. I want to note that. So, for example, right? Um judging this girl for how she looks i'm judging this girl for the outfits that she wear that's a mirror to me for the things that i'm rejecting within myself because it's a mirror the things that you point out in other in another woman is only mirroring you but when i compliment another woman when i'm being loving toward, toward another woman i'm shining a light on myself as well it's being reflected back to me that love is being reflected back reflected back to me so that was also very important for me to learn. Like, wow, these women are literally my mirror. So for example, me, I had really extreme body issues growing up, like really extreme body issues. And so I envied girls who were very thick. So let's say this girl around me, right? She has a big butt and big boobs and she sits next to me. So I instantly, I'm, I'm starting to compare. But what I do not realize is she's mirroring to me my triggers, my insecurities, so I can have an opportunity to heal them. These triggers are being mirrored to you because that is an opportunity to heal. That is the that is the universe. That is God giving you the opportunity to heal. I'm going to show this wound. I'm going to let her mirror back to you the things that you desire or reject so you can have the opportunity to heal it. It's all opportunities to heal. And so once I began to come so deeply in my womanhood and I began to love myself as a woman, I love me as a woman. I love this woman I'm growing into. I love the woman that I am. I'm so proud of her. I love her. I have no room to hate or belittle other women around me. I have no room for it. I don't have the room for myself. But see, when I was in that period of self-hatred for almost a decade, well, for a decade and more, <laughs> when I was in that that period, I hated the women around me because I hated myself. I didn't like myself. I didn't like who I was. So it was just natural for me to hate the other women around me because I didn't like who I was. But 
when you become into this when you come into this loving space you'll start to see like wow i i'm starting to love the women around me yeah because you love yourself as a woman and that's what happened so now i feel so safe i feel so comforted i feel so secure with the women around me because i love me and once you realize that these sisterhood wounds is nothing but a mirror it's like wow it was such an awakening for me and that is why I love the topic so much. I love to talk about it because it's so real. It's so raw. It's so vulnerable. And so many women, they are scared to step into this vulnerability, right? It's this, it's this very deep act of vulnerability to say and admit that you have a sisterhood wound. And that is that vulnerability is what freed me. So don't be afraid of it. Step into it. So I'm going to end it there. But I want to mention this. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I've had this very long, I'm going to get a podcast episode about it. I had this very long, long, long self-hatred with my hair. I, growing up with short, frizzy hair, I made fun of it. I was called bald-headed by the men around me, the women around me. And um, I was teased for it. I remember being in school and like girls boys they would take like the scarf that I would hide my hair with they'll take it off in front of class and my hair was like matted and people would laugh people would joke about my hair and so for three years straight you guys like if you go on my instagram account you will see me wearing nothing but weaves for three years straight i have worn nothing but weave and i was doing a meditation today and something had told me allison I want you to make the step and I want you to wear your hair, your real hair for a week straight. I want you to break this, this self-hatred with your hair. I want you to come into a deep loving union with your hair. And I want you to come deep into self-love. And then I remember my question. <laughs> um, I'm in this space of self-love, but how can I come deeper? And that was answered. So now I am going to take upon myself when I take these um, locks down. I'm going to wear my natural hair for a week straight. I'm going to buy some products. I'm going to try my best to find people who look like me. Follow them on Instagram. So recommend me some people that you guys know. But I'm going to try my best, my best, my best to come into a deep union with my hair. I know I will because I've I've released so much trauma. This, this would be a breeze, you know. So I'm going to do that. And that's just so important to me. It's like the girl that I was when I was like 15, 14, 16. She's 17, 18, 19. You know, it's like she's um hugging me and she's just constantly kissing me and constantly just just loving me because she's like, I'm so proud of you for releasing the things that I struggled with. Thank you so, so much. And I had a long battle with hating my hair. And I'm going to break that. I want to break that that generational curse. In my family, we all kind of have problems regarding our hair. Like, there's so much negativity with hair, right? Your hair too short. You bald-headed. Oh, you need some weave in your hair. Or you need a perm, you know? And um, that's a generational curse for me. And nowadays, I feel so close to my women ancestry because... I feel like they're just so proud of me for working through these traumas and breaking these these curses. 
and yeah i'm gonna make a podcast episode i'm gonna make it a journey of me just wearing my my hair for a week i'm gonna post about it because it's time that i come into this deep loving union with my hair i'm so excited to see where this takes me and um, all my life people would tell me things like you're not that attractive and your hair is not pretty and if you had longer hair no da 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 do 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 and i believe that i believed it and now I'm just telling myself like everything that they told you is so untrue and you deserve to live a life full of love, full of sacredness, full of just warmth and you deserve to be free from that negativity with your hair. And I believe my hair didn't grow like nowadays, like for three years straight, my hair didn't really grow because I had so much hate with it, right? There's like a little segment, you know, <laughs> kind of attached to sisterhood wound. I feel they go hand in hand. I'm going to jump into this. But um, yeah, I had a very hard time with loving my hair. And because of that, I also resent to the women around me because it was mostly black women who would bully me for it Um, because I lived in a generation where um lace fronts and and the ig baddie sew-ins are very popular so because i did not have any of that my mom would my mom back in school did not allow me to wear any of that so i was bullied relentlessly by the women around me and so i had resented women because it was like you guys you guys don't accept my hair you guys don't accept me and now i have realized it's not about them accepting you you accept you and then in return the women around you will accept you and so now i'm in this community of like-minded women like there's every single day i'm literally connected i'm literally connecting to a woman who has the same mindset as me a woman who is so deeply spiritual more more she's more deeply in her spirituality than me Every single day I'm connecting with these kind of women because the more I come into my truth, I meet like-minded people. So, yeah, just just a little, a little you know, update on what I'm going to do. And also, too, I have a project coming out very, very soon. So, so happy. I'm working every single day to make this thing come to life. I cannot wait to update you guys on this. And it should do not hold me to my word, but... It probably will be coming out sometime next year, if not next year, the year after that. But this project is going to be so good. I'm so excited. And I know you guys will also be excited for it as well. So, yes, so excited to announce that. But I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for the warm messages. Thank you so much for um growing this podcast i feel like i rambled through this episode but everything kind of came together together like a beautiful present <laughs> i rambled and it all comes together in the end so if i did i'm so sorry but i just feel like all my thoughts literally just pours out and i just try to like just make sense of it so thank you guys so much for just being in this space with me and growing with me um what's one mention also to make sure you leave leave a review I prefer my Apple. Spotify is also fine, but I prefer my Apple. So leave a review on my Apple. I love you guys so much. See you in next podcast.